All right, everyone, welcome to episode 64 of Tunes Mate. I'm Mark. And I'm Ray. And today, Ray, we are counting down our top five Kenny Loggins tunes. And why are we counting down Kenny Loggins? Because uh, just a couple weeks ago, on January 7th, he turned 75. Kenny Loggins is 75 years old. And so to celebrate his milestone, we're going to count down our, our favorite Kenny Loggins hits. Excellent. Well, this was, once again, every time we're on one of these assignments, I have the hardest time putting together a list. And I do have one. <laughs> and once again, the filter I did put together, It's this time it's a little mix. I put in some of my favorites, but I also, of course, look through the lens of all the gigs I've done over the years and how often I played Kenny Loggins tunes. And believe it or not, Kenny Loggins does come out of the speakers pretty often. So I'm excited to talk about my list, but what was your philosophy? Yeah, I use the same philosophy I, you know, I use every time. I really, I focus on what are my favorite songs. This was, like you said, this is a hard one. Some of them we've done, it kind of becomes a little apparent pretty quickly. And for me, I knew number one because I just, I, there's just one song that I just know. But then like numbers two through 10, I mean, they could have been, just about any order and it was really hard to put these in line and it was interesting well as we'll talk it was interesting to see some of the songs that you know like maybe 30 years ago make it kind of don't and i i really kind of base it off of what are the songs that hit me the most that i that i get the the most feeling from mm-hmm. and for all those out there that aren't familiar with kenny loggins kenny loggins is the quintessential movie soundtrack artist i believe of all time he's written so many songs that if you're not familiar with them you will find out by the end of this countdown the other thing i also found out or just always find interesting of kenny loggins is that he came from loggins and messina mm-hmm. so he was part of a duo and then ended up breaking off and went on to even more fame so it's fascinating as we go down the list today and strap on, get ready. Kenny Loggins hits are going to be flying out of this podcast today. Yeah, well, and if I could just pick up on that real yeah. quick. I mean, those are two great points, right? One, he's certainly in the conversation of, you know, the quintessential soundtrack hit producer. I, the 1980s, I mean, they are just rock solid with I'm All Right, Meet Me Halfway, Danger Zone, Nobody's Fool. I mean, it was just one after another after another. He was sort of the king of the the 80s soundtrack. In fact, I even wrote a paper about it in college. And then I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Loggins and Messina because I even considered that as part of putting my top five together. And and of course, that you know that was a, that was a group. It was him and Jimmy Messina. And Messina went on to, to do a lot of great things, including Poco himself. And so that was really sort of a, a power duo in the 1970s with both of them went on from that to do uh, great things in music. Yeah. And you can just tell that they... <laughs> had some different creative direction and they landed on two different things because there is a similar sound, but there definitely were some specific things that they both focused on. Yep. Absolutely. All right, Ray, let's rev it up. What do you got at number five? For number five, Conviction of the Heart came off of his album in 1991. And, you know, it's his song that gets associated with Earth Day and environmental causes the song that I play every Earth Day in April, and I I can just rock out to this thing. 
And so it comes in at number five for me. Yeah, the same exact song. <laughs> same exact song. And this was hard because there's so many Kenny Loggins songs. But if you recall, I was actually an environmental major when I was in college. And when this song came out, this was the new look from Kenny. You know, he came out, he had the long flowing hair. You know, he's always had the beard. But this was a different feel. And there was just something about the song, the video, the song, at a very emotional standpoint. And yeah, people rallied around it, around Earth Day. And it still gets played, like you said, this day. Yeah, it's, I mean, it wasn't even a top 40 hit. It hit the Hot 100, but wasn't a top 40 hit. In fact, nothing off of it. That was the, his Leap of Faith album. Really, it, it was sort of, like you said, it was a change for Kenny. And it was a turning point for him as a, a pop musician. He, it was the first, it was his transition into maybe a little more adult contemporary, a, a sort of different stage. I mean, this was the first album that didn't produce a top 40 hit and, um, and he wouldn't have another one. And but the song lingers. And as you said, it, he grew his long hair. There's a real emotion. I'm glad you mentioned the emotion. This whole album, Leaf of Faith album, is filled with all kinds of complex emotions. And this one, yeah, it, it's rocking at the same time that it's telling you, you know, pay attention to the earth. And it captures that really well. And it makes me it makes me I mean, it makes me feel like I want to go do something. Yeah. And I played many outdoor events. And this song generally comes up when you're outside it just, it's kind of one of those nice background feeling kind of songs that just get you in the mood. So yeah. I yeah. totally nailed it with number five with you. So what's your number four? Uh, my number four is starting to head into some interesting zone. So there's a song called This Is It. And it's more of a jazz infused type song. And I play this almost every single gig I'm at because... While people are coming in, there's a nice background vibe to it. It's positive. It's just something that when I hear it, I get into just a different mood. It just it switches you. And it's a different type of song for Kenny Loggins, but it's one of those earlier ones where I think he was inspired by, I don't want to say big band, but it definitely had a different appeal to it, more of a smooth jazz. This may make the Yacht Rock list. You know, it's interesting. This was his first hit of the 1980s, and it kind of is a transition of sorts from his 70s stuff, Loggins and Messina, and his early solo career into what would become, you know, the Kenny Loggins soundtrack hit guy that you mentioned of the 1980s. And it it does. It kind of fits. It fits more with the early stuff, and it's sort of a, a well, he's got a couple more that come after that that do too, but it it does, I, I'm glad you mentioned that sort of jazz feel to it. It's It's got layers of sound to it, which are very much in place with the late 70s, early 80s, which exactly, like you mentioned, puts it right with Yacht Rock. And so, it's I mean, it's a great song. It's another one that kind of like Conviction of the Heart that just makes you want to go do something. This is it. You know, make no mistake about it. I hear this in the so- in the car. I crank it up, and it, it's something that peps me up, makes me want to go, like, go take on the world. Yeah, there's just so much to the song, and I, I don't really have anything more to say about it. Just that if you're looking to add something to your Yacht Rock collection, this is definitely one of those. <laughs> so what do you got it for, Ray? 
So number four for me is another one that, that pumps me up, makes me feel really good, but it's actually kind of, it's more of a ballad. It's another one of his soundtrack hits. It's from the movie Over the Top, uh, late 86, early 87, Meet Me Halfway. I, 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 this is another one. Again, it pumps me up. It's a, it's a, again, it's, it's actually a ballad, but it's got that, that killer uh, refrain that just, I mean, his vocals on that thing just are so powerful. And I just want to, you know, I just, again, it makes me want to take on the world. Yeah. I, it's fascinating with Kenny Loggins, how many, the ballads that he has. And my list doesn't have too many ballads. Actually, I think Conviction of the Heart is, is probably the closest one I have, but that was the staple of Kenny Loggins, his ballads. And many of them, as you see, they just not only make you you know pull at your heartstrings, but then get you inspired. And I think this exactly, and I was a big fan of the Overtop movie. I know it's kind of a silly movie. Let's arm <laughs> wrestle Sylvester Stallone and put my hat on backwards. Right. But it was right in that line of Sylvester Stallone movies where you just went and saw it because he was in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad you mentioned that because again, this kind of makes that connection of Kenny Loggins with the soundtracks, right? These, you know, these soundtracks of these, these people, whether it's uh, Tom Cruise and Top Gun or uh, Michael O'Keefe playing Danny in Caddyshack, you know, or uh, Jonathan Silverman in Caddyshack too, right? You know, these, these underdog characters taking on the world and meet me halfway is again, this sort of, it's Sylvester Stallone. I mean, it's Rocky of arm wrestling, right? It's essentially kind of what the movie is. And, and it's, and, and so that's, it's that same kind of formula. And here's, Kenny Loggins doing the big hit off of the album, you know, the, the one that, I mean, I can remember the video and, you know, you see all the clips from the, from the film mm -hmm. and it just, it captured it, it, this, this song to me in, in a way captures all of that stuff going on in the eighties and, and Kenny Loggins contribution to it. Yeah. And I know we're not talking about Sammy Hagar, but in that movie, Sammy yep. Hagar did a song called winter takes it all with a bunch of clips from it as yep. well. And I always, that's, it always is interesting to me when they do a movie soundtrack, how they sometimes, even back in that time, that was the first time you were seeing the movie before it was out. So it was kind of like a little mini trailer as a way to get you pumped up to go see the movie. So it is interesting how it's different now, but sometimes these videos acted as a promotional, well, a heavy promotional material to go see the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Great point. I mean, I, I can remember how many films I, I saw the clips because not only the trailer, but actually even more than the trailer, I'd watched the video and winter takes it all was another, that was a great one. Great song off of this album and meet me halfway the same way. Yep. So what do you have at number three? All right. Number three, you mentioned it already. I've got danger zone from top gun. And every time I hear the song, I thought by now I would get tired of it. <laughs> I mean, how many times can you hear this song? But there's something about the way it starts. It builds, it makes you want to fly an airplane, and I cannot fly an airplane, but <laughs> it makes you want to do something. And you cannot think of Top Gun without this song, even the latest film, and I haven't had a chance to see it yet. However, this song made me want to see even the new film, even though I know it's not even connected to it. So there's something about this that captured the movie. It felt like it was... At the time, it was really a rocking song. I mean, now it's tame, but this was 
oh my gosh, what's coming out of my speakers when you first heard this song? Yeah, this is, uh, I, I think you summed it up very well. And it does, it actually does connect with the new film. I saw the new film and the new film, I really captures Top Gun well. I thought I really actually, I, I like the new film. Uh, it captures the, the, the feel and it's nice. It's really kind of a nice piece of nostalgia. That's really what it is. If you if you expect more out of it, you're not going to get that. But if you expect, hey, I want to kind of relive this and feel the nostalgia, you're going to get that out out of the film. Uh, Sometimes some folks even said it's a little over the top, but that's a different movie, right? We just talked about that. But uh, Top Gun. I mean, you're right. This captures that film so well. This and the right the Top Gun anthem, right? You put the two of those together, and mm-hmm. that's that film encapsulated as you said it makes you want to take it to go fly an air uh, a jet even though you don't know how to fly one it makes you want to take on the world it, it was rocking it was a, it was a bit different sound for kenny you know it it, it had a um uh, he's always had that power but this had a, a heaviness to it that in some of his other songs really didn't and the sort of mechanicalness to it it, it feels like a like a machine it feels like a a, a jet and, and it feels like you're ready to take off on it. And so it, it's a great song. Yeah, and I think Disturbed did a remake of Land of Confusion by Genesis. And I feel like this, Disturbed, if you're listening, I think this would be a good remake for you to do. I can already <laughs> hear it in my head. So what did yeah. you have at three? So number three, we talked about ballads when we talked about my number four. Uh, this is uh, my, my other ballad in my countdown. It's uh, Forever. I... I absolutely adore this song. This is, you talk about, I talked about his, his vocal power. This one captures it so well. I mean, I want, this is a song I I can remember in the late eighties waking up one morning and, you know, my alarm goes off and this came on and I just laid there in bed and listened to it. And it made me feel like so human, right? It it was, it was both sad and happy at the same time. There's a, a bitter sweetness to it. His vocals are so powerful. I try to sing it and I can't, I don't, I, I can't do it. I actually, I mean, I don't have the range. I don't have, I'm not that great of a singer anyway, but you know, to the limited extent that I can sing along with a song, this one's hard to sing. And, and he, he just, he, he nails it. And so whenever I think of eighties ballads, this is one of my go-to songs. And so I love forever. This was my number six. And I remember when we would always quiz each other about that. This song only went to number 40. And we, yeah. we were always amazed. Like, wait, I, I don't understand. What? Number 40? <laughs> so I, I don't know if they didn't promote this song proper enough. But this almost cracked my top five. It's just the emotion of it. And it actually rocks out. I mean, there was a guitar solo. Yep. It builds up to... I was just always amazed. It just didn't go higher. And... It's one of those things, again, like we always say, you know, the Billboard chart, it's kind of funny. It's a reflection of the time. And maybe this is where Kenny was still building some of his, I guess, soundtrack mojo. Maybe it was on a soundtrack, Ray, it would have went higher. You know, you, you got to wonder. I mean, this was off of Vox Humana, and he had two top 40 hits off of that, Vox Humana and Forever. But neither one were big hits, right? Vox Humana went to 29, and this one, as you said, went to 40. And... You know, maybe it was it was sort of that that intermission between his soundtracks. This is between Footloose and Top Gun, and so you know, maybe, maybe and, and you almost I, I never really thought of this till we were talking just now. 
but I, I almost wonder, maybe there was almost like a little of Kenny Loggins overkill with Footloose. Probably. And so maybe radio and stuff were a, a little like tired of him and they, you know, so they didn't play the heck out of this stuff. I don't know. I'm just kind of speculating here, yeah. but then Top Gun came out and it was like, you couldn't deny it. But like you said, this wasn't a soundtrack. And so maybe that's part of the formula here is that, you know, he, he really did have his biggest hits off of soundtracks and this and this album, just like the um, leap of faith album, you know, they, they were, these were album hits, not soundtrack hits. Yeah. And he made me think, I wonder if the speakers on every 1980s boombox would have exploded if it was Kenny Loggins and Phil Collins did a duet together because <laughs> <laughs> they were everywhere. That's, you know, that's funny. And I was kind of thinking of Phil Collins in the back of my mind as I was saying that. And it's interesting because Kenny did so many songs with others, right? You know, we haven't even mentioned him. You can mention Michael McDonald, Steve Perry, James Ingram, Stevie Nicks, right? You know, we can go down the list. There are all these great artists that he did songs with. Mm-hmm. And I got a feeling like if we looked in the liner notes of one of his uh, his albums somewhere, there's probably Phil Collins in there somewhere. Probably right? played drums on something. Yeah, exactly. Like he did, you know, like he did for all kinds of other folks. And so you're right, though. I mean, if you did like in, in 1985, if you did a, a Kenny Loggins, Phil Collins duet, I think, yeah, everybody's head would have exploded. Radio's melting. <laughs> Which would have been emblematic of the 80s, right? You know, so, so yeah. So number two, what do you got at number two? Number two, you already talked about it already. You talked about the movie, I'm All Right, the theme from Caddyshack. I cannot get the dancing gopher out of my mind. And the other thing, as we're heading up this list, is I talked about Three Danger Zone and talked about Two, I'm All Right. These songs, without them in the movie, I don't know if the movie's the same. I mean, you take out Danger Zone from Top Gun. You take out I'm All Right out of this movie i don't know if it's the same i mean it's still funny but the opening the the closing i mean all these things that these songs represent so to me this is another one of those songs where you put it on maybe right before people are about to dance and it just gets people going it's just it's a funny song and it's positive and you can't stop thinking of Caddyshack. You know, I you got a great point. If you take this song out of the movie, I mean, I love Caddyshack. I can still watch it today and laugh. But this song adds an element. And like you said, you see the gopher dancing and you think about the the movie itself. I actually wrote a, a paper like 10 years ago about when, when Rory McIlroy hit the golf scene. And it was about him winning his first U.S. Open. And there, I remember there was a comment by somebody in the, the media, you know, he's like Danny out there, you know, just, and, and there was, there's this style to, to young Roy, Rory McElroy, very much like the lead character of the caddy, Danny, and, and I'm all right. And so I talk about the sort of, you know, style that went there. And this song was the basis for, I mean, my title of my paper was I'm all right. And then it goes on from there. And I even make references to the song because there, it captures that style that, Hey, look, you know, nothing's going to bother me. I'm out here doing my thing, you know, and you can do what you got to do. And I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And, you know, who you going to listen to today? You think about the, the lyrics here. It really captures the spirit of that film. And so it ends up as my number two as well. It's another one that we agree on. I, I, I crank this in the car. I, again, it, it makes me feel good to play this song. 
as you said, it captures that film and the spirit. It even fits in with you know the, what we just just talked about that uh, Kenny teaming up with other folks because Eddie Money does backing vocals in this song. You know, this was his first top ten hit of the eighties. You know, it was his first a big hit of the eighties, and it really set the tone for Kenny Loggins in the eighties. Yeah, I I think it's interesting that we we locked in at number five and number two. Yeah, <laughs> with the same, but once again. Great song, makes you jump up, makes you go crazy. All right, Ray, what do you got at number one? So when I said Forever was the highest ballad on my my chart, I forgot that actually, no, number one is actually a ballad, and it's not a big hit. And, you know, 30 years ago when it came out, it was it's off a leap of faith. It's called The Real Thing. It wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't even hit the Hot 100. It went top five on the adult contemporary chart. I remember hearing it on some top 40 radio in the Toledo area uh, when we were college 30 years ago. You know, 30 years ago, I wouldn't have even put this in my top five. I don't, I don't know where it would have ranked, but if we were doing Kenny Loggins at that time, this wouldn't have been in my top five. But over the years, this song has really grown on me. And if you, if you were to ask me today, name one song that makes you cry every time you hear it, this is it, The Real Thing by Kenny Loggins. I saw an interview with him recently, and he talked about her. I think it was an interview about a performance he was doing. And he talked. He talks about that. There's never there. There aren't really pro-divorce songs. And this is a song about Kenny as he was going through his divorce, and he's singing it to his kids. Uh, he makes up a different name for his daughter for the song. Um, Amanda for the song is the daughter's name in the song. And he he's singing. It's like he's singing this to his daughter, saying, "You know, I know this is hard, and I know that you don't quite understand what's going on because you're a little kid." But, you know, this kind of has to be because your mom and I, just, we just, you know, we can't model like love for you anymore. We, you know, uh, you know, we can't really model what a marriage is supposed to be for you. And we don't make each other happy. And, you know, love should be about the joys and not the limitations that your mother and father tried to show you. Right. It's it's just the lyrics are so powerful. And I mean, I'm well enough just talking about it. And so this ends up as my number one. Kenny Loggins song just because the deep power of it uh it, it just it it just you talked about emotion it it this this has such emotion to it yeah and this this was in my bubbling under for my top five because of the same reasons and it's interesting that the song like you said was a big hit adult contemporary but really didn't do much on the the top 40 and this kind of reminds me of kind of the Huey Lewis factor people just kind of get tired I think with some of these artists. I'm not sure, but you talked about earlier, there was that lull between, you know, the movie soundtracks. And I think this was at the point where, was this about, this is the early nineties when grunge was hitting. And so it's just probably a casualty of the times, the way it was placed, but definitely the emotion and the way it was written. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that about grunge. I mean, 1991, I mean, this, that's when Leap of Faith came out and, and you're right to mention grunge that, that was a turning point in music, right? 91 is when Nirvana smells like team spirit. It comes out and you know, the, the sort of new pop takes hold. So we move to the, the pop of the nineties, which is sort of this grunge tinged rock alongside this R and B and rap sort of dominance and artists like, I mean, Richard Marks, Huey Lewis, Phil Collins, Kenny Loggins, right. That, that had dominated the eighties really fall to the wayside. And it is, I mean, Kenny Loggins doesn't have another top 40 hit after this. 
And he, but he does do well on the adult contemporary chart. In fact, you know, a song that was in my sort of top 10, but didn't make it for the first time in 1997 was actually his only number one hit on the adult contemporary chart, which is crazy to me. But I mean, he had a, had a string of top 10 hits, but uh, for the first time, another um, movie song comes from the the film One Fine Day. (laughs) But I think you're, you're right to mention that, that artists like Kenny Loggins then become more of this adult contemporary audiences go-tos but not pop radio so then what's it your number one all right my number one you talked about well you haven't talked about it earlier it's footloose so another song that the moment you start hearing those beats this song i would say got the most amount of people out on the dance floor per kenny loggins (laughs) per ratio of playing it it's upbeat you take the song i mean it's the name of the movie so you take the song out i don't think you got kevin bacon dancing around maybe you got thomas c howell or something maybe kevin bacon doesn't take the movie i don't know it's like the the uh, upside down world of, of movies but i think this song makes kenny loggins this is the song i think most people think about when they they hear kenny loggins he actually had a couple songs on the Footloose soundtrack. There's a song called I'm Free that's, I believe, on the yep. B-side that I almost, that actually made my top 10. I always like the other song by Kenny on this soundtrack as well. So to me, this is the quintessential Kenny Loggins song. I, I can't argue with that. If Again, if we think about the, our sort of methodologies that we we come up with our top fives, and, and this one's in my top 10. It doesn't crack my top five, but if I'm following that methodology, if I'm looking at what is the, what are the most quintessential Kenny Loggins songs? I mean, I'm looking at your top three and, and that's probably exactly how I order them. Danger Zone number three, because of the Top Gun. I'm all right with Caddyshack and kicking off the eighties. And I don't think, I, I mean, if I had to pick one song from Kenny Loggins, I've often thought about like putting together like a book of, you know, what are the, the, the top 50 songs of the eighties or something. And I, you know, and I'm not going to pick more than one by an artist. The one I picked by Kenny Loggins is Footloose. It was his, it was his lone number one hit on the Hot 100. As you said, it got, it gets, it still gets people out on the dance floor. It, it's not just the one Kenny Loggins song, but it's, it's in that subset of songs that you can just guarantee to throw on and people dance, and it captures the 80s. And so, it's for all the reasons you mentioned, it it very much warrants being at the top of the list. Yeah, and there was a remake yep. over 10 years ago. Maybe it was 2011. They did a remake of Footloose. And I thought it was interesting that they still tried to keep that kind of cassette culture alive in that film. And they tried to redo the song. It just, there's sometimes when you redo things, it makes it better. And there's sometimes where you just wish they should have just left it alone. And I think we're going to, there's just something about the way this music is and the way it was captured that you still go back and it's unique. Yeah. I think I agree with you. Uh, uh, Blake Shelton did the, the remake of it for the film. I remember going to the theater, actually seeing it. And there was so many parts of that film that they really just, I mean, even dialogue was the same as the original. Uh, I remember, uh, you know, cause that was a soundtrack that had a t- bunch of hits off of it, right? Let's hear it for the boy also went to number one. You mentioned I'm free. Almost paradise was a top 10 hit. 
holding out for a hero, right? I mean, it's just one after the other, uh, uh, dancing in the sheets, right? You know, just just so many hits off of that. And I remember even watching the film and there's one moment where I, there's this, you can hear this faint note in the background and I caught it and I'm like, they're about to play Almost Paradise. And they did. And, and it was that soundtrack is maybe the quintessential 80s soundtrack. And Footloose is, as you said, the name of the, the name of the film, the name of the soundtrack. Kenny's there doing it. And it's just so good. Yeah, I mean, Kenny Loggins, as we went down, our, both our top five had such an imprint of the 80s movie soundtracks. I'm not sure, Ray. I mean, looking back, there still are some people out there. You look at the, the current, we, we did our you know, 2022 countdown, and he had One Republic that made it off the soundtrack. So there still are movie soundtracks out there. They're still making big hits but there's just something about this time period where it just dominated everything. Yeah. It could be an anomaly. Maybe there will be another that will do it. But Kenny definitely is in that top list of, I guess, artists that create soundtracks for movies. You're, you're right. There was something about that that 80s soundtrack. We've talked about it before, right? You know, you bought the soundtrack to the big film and they put a bunch of songs on there that they you know, they wanted you to hear and that there are various artists coming in and doing, contributing a song to it, one or two songs. And uh, it does still happen. You know, Rihanna's got one from Wakanda forever out in, right, uh, you know, in the hot 100 right now, as you mentioned, one Republic just did well off of Maverick, but there isn't that same feel of, I'm going to go buy this record filled with 10, 12 different songs by various artists, all putting together a song to help make the feel of the album. And we, we saw so many of those in the 1980s. And Kenny Loggins was, I mean, he was the man when it came to that, right? I mean, he was the guy that did it. And and he made his career off of it in the 80s. And that's why we celebrate him as he's turning 75. Well, Kenny, congratulations to you. And great countdown. It's always fun to look back at these artists. And it's always hard, but it's it's always great to put a list together and reflect back of what these songs mean and we will be putting up a list of our songs so you can listen to kenny as you are listening to our podcast i know a lot of people are multitasking so <laughs> enjoy the music and for everybody here at tunesmate we want you to subscribe to our podcast and follow our blog got much more coming out always have something whether it's a daily 80s flashback or we're doing hey that was five years ago or wow that was 50 years ago always want you to tune in to the site so ray any final words about tunes mate or kenny loggins before we head out into the wild west you just i mean you mentioned it right keep watching we're gonna have, still have some great things coming we got some good birthdays uh, we've been doing here too and and of course, reliving memories with Saturday morning cartoons and all the 80s flashbacks. And as you said, five years ago, 25 years ago, can you believe, you know, I, I started 25 years ago in the 90s, in 2015, when the 90s, you know, 1990, January 1990 turned 25. And we're, on, we're less than two years away from coming to the end of that feature. That's how long it's, we've been doing that. And you think about all these songs from the 90s, from the 80s, and from today. And so, yeah, that's what we're doing with Tunes, mate. It is amazing. Once again, thank you for listening to our podcast. We'll have more coming up soon. 
And once again, I'm Mark. And I'm Ray. We will see you next time.